Hey, Dad, would you like to connect better with your kids? Do you know what your child's school day is really like? Do you think school is the same as it was when we were in school? Now, there's a national program that can answer these questions for you. Dads of Great Students, also known as Watchdogs, is the father involvement initiative of the National Center for Fathering. Dads now have the opportunity to be a part of their child's school day in a guy-oriented format. For as little as just one day per school year, Watchdog Dads complete a challenging schedule which includes helping with student arrivals, working in the classroom, lunchroom, gym, and on the playground. At the end of the day, you're worn out, but you have a great sense of accomplishment. You know that you've made a positive change in your school for your own children and even children who don't have a dad at home. For more information, ask your principal to check out www.fathers.com watchdogs or call 888-540-DOGS. You're listening to Watch Dogs Radio, brought to you with the cooperation of the Well, hello and good afternoon on the East Coast. Good morning on the West Coast. This is Keith Shoemaker. I'm your host for Watch Dogs Radio, and we are very proud to be coming to you live from a radio studio that is not, uh, it is being borrowed, but it's not being borrowed from a radio station as we were a couple of weeks ago when we were at WTUZ in New Philadelphia, Ohio. Um, But we are here in Kennesaw, Georgia at Kennesaw State University, and we are part of uh, the uh, Center for Sustained Journalism, and we're in the offices of the Youth Today newspaper. And I'm I'm very happy to be here. We are... uh, uh, starting a uh, somewhat of a partnership here. We're going to be doing some work for Youth Today newspaper, and uh, we're going to uh, be using a studio that they have put together here, and, and really we're having the honor and the ability to uh, to build this thing from scratch, and, and I think this is great. Uh, this was built as a studio, but uh, has been a storage room, uh, which uh, we're going to convert that back into a studio, and we're going to have some fun with that. Um, I'm here with Ryan Schill of Youth Today newspaper. Ryan, welcome to the program. How you doing? Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Well, it's great to have you. Uh, Ryan, just uh, one of the things, and the, the way we got uh, involved with uh, Youth Today is uh, I happened to bump into uh, your publisher uh, down at the uh, Leonard Witt, down at the uh, conference down in Savannah, the uh, the National Youth at Risk Conference, and uh, and we came together, and, and I told him what I was looking for. Uh, he told me what he had available, and, and that's how we kind of came together. So, uh, so Ryan, if you would kind of give us a little bit of background. I've been looking through the current issue of Youth Today. I see that there is a lot of things that Watchdogs and the National Center for Fathering, the things that we deal with, that, that you deal with. So can you tell us a little bit about Youth Today, who your audience is, and, and what, uh, what, what your representation is? Yeah, the, uh, our audience is, is primarily made up of New service workers, uh, whether that's the director of the YMCA or Boys and Girls Club or a school counselor or anybody that deals with kids in after-school programs. Um, so we're trying to just to give them resources in this newspaper. It, it's news and information. With you know, it, we'll give you a, a good story, but we're going to back it up with a lot of useful information. You know, top ten best practices for go through that. Uh, you know, the most recent issue we've got. 
as you said earlier, we've got st stories about you know uh, school resource officers. We've got stories about summer camps. Um, we're just trying to 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 get to to give everybody what they need, uh, you know, professionally, but as well as from just an interesting news standpoint. Sure, and and some of the things that I've been uh, I've been looking through is um, in the editorial uh, from uh, Leonard Witt. Talked about our schools becoming police states, and and that's one of the things we've looked at is schools that have anything as far as security from from the back door standing wide open all day long to security guards, metal detectors, where you feel like it's easier to get through the airport than it is to go to class in the morning. So it's interesting that to look at the difference between uh, schools, districts, how they look at security, and of course one of our focuses is is safety in the schools. So, uh, so this has been a, a great. This looks like this is going to be a great uh, cooperation. What is your uh, um, your publication or your? Uh, I guess for you're more familiar with the uh, the publisher terms, but yeah. but as far as your uh, um, circulation, we're uh, we've got we're a subscription based newspaper, so we're we're uh, I think we have about four thousand subscribers right now. Um, nationally, uh, and uh, you know, we also have a website where we we post a lot of new information for free every day, and, and also some of the stories from the newspaper. Um, so it's it's a, it's a large audience. We you know we, we believe that a lot of those 4,000 to subscribe are the director of the center who passes the paper around to 10 other people there. So we think our readership is is even much much larger than that. Certainly, and and one of the things that I'm seeing and now we. Um, our audience generally, when we go out to do training, our audience is generally going to be school administrators, school counselors, um, SROs, and PTAs. Um, and and this is a a perfect fit that if you want to look at, if you're an administrator, if you're a counselor, um, you know this is just another resource for you to be able to look at to see some other opportunities out there that you may not see. You know you may be getting. ASCA school counselor, but uh, but if you wanted to do this in addition, this will give you some additional resources as well. And I see some some contacts in here as far as other conferences around and things like that. So it sounds sounds great. So we're going to be hearing a lot more from uh, Youth Today newspaper uh, and the Center for Sustainable uh, Journalism at Kennesaw State University as we uh, move through this partnership. And, and since I'm in your house, uh, thank you for letting me be a guest and thank you for. Um, our 250,000 guys nationwide that participate in our program for being the guest in this little room in here. So thank you very much, Ryan. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, and we're really looking forward to it. We love what you're doing. Thank you. Great. Okay. Appreciate it. All right. Well, uh, once again, that was Ryan Schilf with the uh, Youth Today newspaper, the uh, Center for Sustained Journalism, here at Kennesaw State University in Kennesaw, Georgia. Now we are going to head a little bit west. And uh, we're going to head out to Springdale, Arkansas. My good friend and, and generally my co-host, uh, co-host, co-host, Chris Dannenauer. Chris, how are you doing? I'm great, Keith. How are you doing, sir? I am doing great. Uh, having a great time. The weather is great here in Georgia. Uh, a little bit overcast today. And, of course, we're having that traditional Georgia yellow snow, which has nothing to do with dogs. But uh, pine trees, uh, the, the pollen is terrible in Atlanta. So if you have allergies... Uh, you may want to stay away from Atlanta right now. Hey, uh, I understand that totally. I got a uh, a child that, that not only takes Zyrtec but Claritin and a a Flonase plus another medicine due to just the seasonal allergies here in Arkansas. So <laughs> it's some pretty nasty pollen out there. I agree. I agree. 
Exactly, and uh, even though you know I've never really had that much of a uh, a problem with pollen before, I think this year it's it's pretty much worse than uh, worse than it's been. I've had to uh, definitely uh, use some uh, some visine and, and all of that. So uh, anyway, but it's springtime. It's the best time of the year. It's time to be planning your uh, watchdogs program for next year. Uh, time to be putting things together, getting your top dog team together, uh, making those plans. So, Chris, what can we do to help these schools as far as getting ready for next year? I know you're ready and jumping at the bit to talk about this. So so let's hear about those kids. Sure, sure. The, the main thing that, that schools can do to help us, Keith, is, is uh, you know, we send out a few uh, bulk emails throughout the year. Uh, a lot of times the emails are for your fall and spring launch event uh, or the you know the early bird special for the renewal kit but especially right now uh we need to know who that top dog person is and so if that top dog person is changing going to the middle school next year going to the junior high or even high school and leaving one school we need to know who's going to replace them mm-hmm. and so we ask schools to email us their their school, city, and state, just so we can identify their school. Because trust me, uh, when I first came aboard, we had five Eugene Field schools, and they were all in Missouri. So so we asked for the city and state, and then we asked the schools uh, who that new uh, top dog person is. It could be a new school rep. It could be a, a new principal, because principals do uh, will, will transfer to another school or yes. will retire. And so we need to know their name, their email address, and their and, uh, the name, email address, and the best telephone contact. And so we like to correspond with them. A lot of our uh, communication is through email. It's just with today's society, people like to uh, have it on their on their iPhone or their iPad or on their computer, and uh, that's a preferred uh, communication for most of Watchdog schools. But we do still contact them. Uh, from time to time over the phone. Uh, but anyhow, we need to know who the, who that person is. And secondly, Keith, uh, we do ask uh, whether uh, there is a change with your school rep or, the, or your top dog coordinator or team. We do ask each year that the, that the school will, will take time, the key people will take time uh, and spend 40 minutes doing our, our training call uh, you know, each year, just do it one time a year, yes. just for a refresher course. And so it's very critical to to those who are replacing those on the top dog team or the school rep to hear the call for the first time. But it's very important, too, as well, to, to hear it, you know, once a year just to uh, just to refine and, and retune and make your program even better than it was the year prior. Exactly. And and uh, I tell you, you know, there are some things, and quite often, you know, we have to go back to schools. You know, people will call us up and say, you know, we're just not hitting it, and we got to go back to those seven steps. And, of course, that phone call is your seven steps to success, the things that will make you uh, successful as a watchdog school. And, and the other thing, if you go back um, in Watchdogs Radio on the Blog Talk Radio page, you can go back and go through each one of those seven steps that we detailed at the first part of the year. That does not 
get you past or does not uh, exempt you from taking the training if you're a new school uh, coming on board. You do have to go through the training specifically with us, either in the form of a conference call or with one of our um, representatives coming to a conference, which on that note, Chris, if I, if I, uh, I'm, I'm going to kind of roll on to my week. It's something I'm really excited uh, that's coming up. Uh, if, if I, if we pretty much covered, we got to get the kits, we got to get the calls. Yes, we have. Yes. Yeah. Every school must get trained and every school must purchase a kit that wants to start a watchdogs program. Yes. Okay, great. Well, uh, this week I will be traveling to the biggest little city in the world, uh, which is Reno, Nevada for the Nevada PTA convention. If you're in Nevada, please come see me. Give us a call. Matter of fact, speaking of giving us a call, I'm, I'm all over the board here today, but uh, you can give us a call on our guest call-in line at area code 215-383-3728, 215-383-3728. We would love to hear from you. We would love to have a call, a couple of calls. You know, I know most people listen to us in podcasts um, once we've gone off the air, which is very exciting. We've had over 14,000 downloads of this program so far, and we're so excited about that. But um, one of the things I wanted to mention about the Nevada PTA convention coming up this week is the fact that Nevada PTA has strongly uh, embraced watchdogs in their membership and their their membership priorities. And the great thing about that is that uh, we just heard from David Flatt this week that Nevada PTA, for the first time in several years, has had not a decrease in PTA membership, but an increase in PTA membership. And I think that's very significant and a huge part um, by bringing the watchdogs and being so aggressive with the watchdogs program. And we're very, very excited about that. Were you aware of that, Chris? I I was. I I was. I was actually looking over the schedule and uh, noticed that you were going out to Nevada uh, pretty, you know, this week coming up. So I did see that today. Yes. And uh, the other uh, big thing that, that's popped up this week, and um, speaking of PTA membership, I will jump back to that and mention that, um, and Eric mentioned this last year, so I'm not really, or last week, um, so I'm not really letting any cat out of the bag here, but uh, National PTA is now able to better track their membership and who their members are because of the new style of card. And, and the thing that, that really amazed me and I'm so excited to talk about is that in in 2012 male PTA membership was 8% in 2013 or the 2012-13 school year male membership in PTA has gone from 8% to 22% is that amazing or what Chris that that's that's more than amazing I mean that's just uh I'm, I want to say not uh Forgetting the word here, but it's <laughs> outstanding. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the word, but that's just, uh, you know, we we got to step it up. I mean, that's good, yes. and that's great to talk about, but there's so much more for us to improve. Yes, and and I think that's uh, that that's amazing that we have been able to uh, to do that. And I really think that uh, the more alliance partnerships, uh, watchdogs. All Pro Dads, Strong Fathers, Strong Families, and, and uh, several other organizations have been a major part in making that happen. And, and I congratulate Al Tamani in uh, Alaska, uh, Alaska PTA and the uh, National PTA Male Engagement Chairman, as well as the members of the Male Engagement Committee, for making that happen. And I think that, that's tremendous. 
Um, another exciting thing that uh, that I'm going to mention is uh, we have just gotten some pictures this week from one of our latest watchdog schools. Chris, can you tell us a little bit about SMIC? Yes, uh, we have. Uh, we are not only are in 46 states, and not only do we have uh, a program in, in Puerto Rico and in, in New uh, in, in Mexico, but uh, we have a watchdog school in China. And so it's uh, our, our first school in China, and, and they are have, have dads coming in, and they they received send us some photos, and so uh, we're just excited to to see watchdogs go over to Shanghai, and and have their very first school there in China. Now that is a English uh, speaking school in China. Am I correct, or do we do we know that? That that is that is my understanding, uh, where where English is the uh, primary language uh, spoken uh, at the school, that private school in, in Shanghai, and so and just to let our callers know, a, a former principal down out of the uh, Texas area uh, took a job and is is a head principal there at the private school where English is the uh, primary language being taught and, and spoken there. Uh, to the students, and he had watchdogs at his existing school, saw the benefits of having the positive male role models come in and serve as watchdogs, and he wanted to bring it to Shanghai. Okay, and that's not my call, right? You mentioned a principal from Texas, so I immediately thought of my call, so anyway. <laughs> so, um, all right, let's see. Uh, I do want to, what else? We, oh, uh, Eric, unfortunately, uh, had to bow out. Uh, of our call today, but I was very interested to hear how the webinar uh, with National PTA went uh, this past uh, Wednesday, I believe it was. Eric did a webinar uh, with National PTA and um, about male engagement, primarily in the urban setting. and And uh, I'd like to hear from him how that went. Did you have you gotten any feedback on that, Chris? Uh, no, no, Keith. We uh, did not get a chance to do staff. Uh, yesterday, and he's going to uh, update us on how that went uh, tomorrow when he's back in the office. Okay. So, uh, okay. so I can't wait to hear. I imagine it went very good, and uh, uh, I imagine he had some questions at the end that were that he was able to address, but were very good, valid questions. So, uh, we can discuss this next week uh, when we do the blog talk radio. Okay, uh, great. Well, I do want to give a couple of shout-outs here, uh, people who have checked in on the face page, uh, face page, Facebook page. Uh, and we'd like to give a shout-out to Gary Jones at North Point Elementary in Southgate, Michigan. They are going to be having pizza for dinner tonight, Chris. Oh, at, wow. Uh, at North Point Elementary in Southgate. And, uh, and let me tell you this, Chris, guess what I'm having for dinner tonight? Probably Pizza. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's pizza. Yeah, I'm um, going to be having pizza at uh, Cheatham Hill Elementary School in Marietta, Georgia, and I'm very excited about that program because that is a program that is a spinoff not only uh, from the school that I participated in at Pickett's Mill uh, as well as Dominion Christian because they're, uh, the assistant principal came from Pickett's Mill and uh and and got promoted to a assistant principal and is at uh, Cheatham Hill and one of the fathers from Dominion Christian it has gone over there and he is going to be the top dog so I'm real excited 
about uh, about the pizza night launching at Cheatham Hill. Uh, also, a shout out to Mike uh, Eden. Aiden is that E I D E N at uh, Samuel M. Gravely Junior Elementary. Uh, they are having their pizza night tonight. I don't quite know. Does that sound, ring a bell to you, Chris? Do you know where that one is? Uh, it, it, uh, not right now. No. Okay. It, it okay. seems to be slipping my memory. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. We got Jack Jamison checking in from Wildwood Elementary. And that's, I'm not seeing what part of the country that's in, but there's a great picture uh, on their uh, Scott Leonard, they're having a teacher appreciation barbecue, uh, which is uh, once again not seeing the town. But uh, let's see, Robert Wilson, uh, apparently down in Florida with the uh, Miami Marlins mascot, checking mm-hmm. in, uh, checking in on Facebook. And uh, and I tell you, if uh, we've got some great stuff, if you really want to see the heart of what's going on in the Watchdogs program nationwide. Um, yeah, you just just go to Facebook, and it's watch D period O period G period S, um, just like in our name, just like on our logo. If you go to that page, it's actually a group where you can post uh, your uh, pictures. You can post information. Uh, it's a great way for us to get on there and, uh, and share things. I'm also seeing uh, Shirley Lovelace from Parkwood Elementary in Shoreline, Washington. Uh, another great story there. And uh, let's see, did I mention Scott Leonard? Uh, still not seeing where that's at. But, yeah, there's some great stuff here uh, on our uh, Watchdogs Facebook page. We've also got a, another, uh, the, the Watchdogs is a Facebook group. We also have a page that is dedicated specifically to PTA Watchdogs Partnerships. And, uh, and that's a great resource for PTA leaders who are looking for ideas, who are looking for other schools in their area that are running uh, the Watchdogs program. So, uh, so we wanted to give you guys a separate page where you can talk specifically about the, the, the hand-in-hand work of PTA and the Watchdogs program. So uh, it's running it's running a little bit slower. It doesn't seem to be quite as uh, popular. I think we got 100 and, uh, 155 likes on that. So if you go to that one, and that is PTA slash Watchdogs, D period O period G period S partnerships. And, uh, and if you go to that page and like that page for us, um, that'll give us uh, a little more credibility with Facebook. But it'll also uh, give you some some good uh, ideas to look for, some uh, some chances to do some sharing there. So um, let's see what else we got uh, brewing out there in uh, Springdale. Anything going on, Chris? Well, well Keith, we are just uh, you know uh, you know wrapping up the school year. We're, we're getting uh, you know still as you know we're a grassroots program, and, and you know each day we we field calls where people. Will call us because they heard about it from a, a uh, from a sister school, or, or maybe they're, they they talked to a uh, a cousin or a sister that or a brother that's up you know in a different part of the country, and, and so we're, you know it's just exciting to to understand you know we're not finished we got lots of work to do, and, and people are just you know still hearing this story that Matt Lauer did on us back in February seeing it for the first time. And so, you know, we're helping schools uh, 
point them to our website, point them to our training call to hear the seven steps. And so it's just a, a great time here at Watchdogs, uh, hearing other schools call us that have kicked off their program that have launched and saying, let me tell you, man, we have, there's not a day that's not filled from March, April, and May uh, until the end of the year. So we are excited to, to, to hear these stories uh, from these new schools. Yes, in fact, if you're listening and you have one of those stories, uh, we've got a few minutes left. Please give us a call at 215-383-3728. Once again, that's 215-383-3728. Um, and once again, uh, once, as we get this uh, studio put together, um, we're going to, uh, I'm, I want to get some pictures as we get things put together. Um, this is actually, the room is built to be a video studio as well. Um, since I have a face for radio, I don't think I'll be uh, getting into that uh, aspect of it. But, uh, but, it, but this is exciting. I hope our uh, sound quality is, uh, is a lot better than it is from my uh, kitchen table. And, uh, and and we're moving forward. So let's see. Uh, I have kind of run out of things to hey, Keith. talk about. So go ahead, Chris. Hey, I had to uh, <laughs> had to do something here at work here in the office. But did you mention uh, Jerry Rice down in Garland ISD? No, I didn't. Go ahead with that. Well, I tell you what, we have a, a watchdog that has set the bar. And just to kind of build this up, our average school has uh, 85 dads that take off one full day uh, to volunteer at their child's school. And 85 dads equates to 600 volunteer hours per school. And this year alone, we're going to have 250,000 father father figures that have taken off one full day uh, serving as a watchdog in their child's school. Well, Jerry Rice is a grandfather. He's down in Garland ISD, and just by himself, uh, Mr. Rice has volunteered for Keith. Guess how many volunteer hours? Uh, let's see. Uh, I do about uh, 40 or 50 a year, maybe, <laughs> if I'm lucky. How did, uh, no, no, we're not talking about Jerry Rice from the uh, 49ers, right? That's correct. No, this is a, <laughs> a, a grandfather down in Garland who is probably – probably has about 10, 15, maybe 20 years on, uh, probably about 20 years on Jerry Rice, the, uh, the player from San Fran. Yeah. So what, how, how, how did he do? What did he do this year? Well, I, I, I haven't read the whole article, but I think it's in the past three years, Keith, over the past three years, uh, Mr. Rice has volunteered over 400 hours. Wow. That's big. Uh, that that's, is, that's uh, that is, that's you know, basically a third of what our average school does. You know, if you do, oh, you know, if you, if you do not a third, uh, you do an hour and a half. I mean, an hour and th- 130 hours. Uh, basically, you know, he's almost doing a, a third of what a school does uh, per year by averaging 130 hours, 120 hours. I'm sorry, per per school year. So, uh, you know, it it is tells you you know once you do it you're hooked yeah and you just want to get back when you have that time to invest whether it's your kids your kids life or your grandkids lives being there for them supporting education so yeah he, over the past three years mr rice has served 400 hours 
and volunteered as a, as a watchdog. That that's impressive, and, and of course, as a, a school administrator would look look at that and look at the uh, the volunteer hours and, and putting that kind of a, uh, a boost, you know, plus not only is he doing that kind of time, but there are other guys there doing it as well. So, uh, you know, when you look at uh, adding that to your uh, annual yearly progress report, that's, that's pretty significant. Oh, definitely, definitely. So, well, we, uh, we certainly thank, uh, thank Jerry for doing that. Uh, We've got uh, where? What was our number? Last numbers? We were in the twenty-eight, uh, getting close to twenty-nine hundred. Yeah, we're right around twenty-eight hundred and seventy schools, Keith, and uh, we have about four hundred in pre-launch, and uh, I want to say probably half of those schools uh, will have launched by the end of May. Wow. So we're gonna we're gonna hit that three thousand school barrier uh, come into May that will have uh, over 3,000 watchdog schools in 46 states and two in Mexico, one in Puerto Rico, and uh, one in China. That, that's amazing. And uh, it, it's uh, it really when you look at it and you look at the impact that these guys are having, you know, one of the things that I read in this uh, today newspaper was uh, talking about the statistics of the reduction of juvenile crime and I'm wondering I'd like to look into that and find out if that reduction in juvenile crime is due to the increase in father involvement and in, in some of the work that we've been doing so that's one of the things I'd like to look at so uh, as we move forward well we're coming to the end of the show and uh, we would like to thank you for joining us please uh, as you're on block talk radio uh, please go ahead and follow our show so that we kind of have an idea of, uh, of where you are, where you're coming from, what's going on in your world. And, uh, and that way we have a chance to uh, kind of tailor our program a little bit better to uh, what you're doing. So uh, once again, just remember, the only schools that don't have a Watchdogs program that don't know enough about it. Watchdogs uh, Radio Today has been brought to you by Youth Today Newspaper. Go to youthtoday.org and for more information on Watchdogs, fathers.com slash watchdogs. <laughs>